Hello and welcome back to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 46. My name's Anna Schmidt and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And today we are exploring paranormal driving distractions and why dark entities hang about on our roads. We're going to look at how our bodies can react to these paranormal influences, why driving can be dangerous with supernatural hitchhikers and where you might expect to find dark entities on the roadway. I have three real-life experiences for you today, two of mine and one from a friend who's experienced something interesting on the road. So stay right to the end to hear what he has to say. Now, I've called this strange little driving experience that a friend and I had back in 2022, the raging road headache. Now, driving to a country town on the west coast of Tasmania one day, a friend and I were happily chatting when I suddenly developed a massive headache. It just came out of nowhere. And I'm not someone that constantly gets headaches unless I'm getting sick or unless there are paranormal beings present in the vicinity. So I didn't say anything to my friend. I just kept driving. And while I'm driving, I'm observing this headache what it was doing, and how it affected me. The constant pulsating pain was located in the middle area on the left side of my head, sort of directly above my ear. And it felt as if something was energetically sitting between me and my friend. And it was just enjoying the ride as we drove through the middle of nowhere. There were no houses, there were no buildings, there were no shops. It was simply Australian outback. Now, after driving 20 k's or so, the headache simply disappeared. It was gone. It vanished. And I said out loud, God, I'm glad that left. And as I said that, my friend, I'll never forget the look on her face. She slowly turned and stared at me. And what she said was, so you felt that too. She said, my head felt like it was splitting in half. And I didn't know what it was, so I didn't say anything. Now, since my friend and I had driven through that particular area, I have noticed as I've gone through that space again, maybe two or three times, I picked up a headache in pretty much the same location. Now, I didn't go looking for it. I wasn't thinking about it. These trips to the West Coast were maybe once every six months, once a year. So it's not something I would remember and sort of have implanted in my brain, ooh, we're coming up to that spot. I'm going to instantly get a headache. So I wasn't creating this headache that was occurring. It was simply an observation that I observed again two or three times. So I'm, I'm saying to myself that there is definitely some sort of paranormal influence in that location. Now, these are some of the questions because I always question the paranormal. You've got to debunk it. You've got to think about it. 
You know, why is it happening? Why is it occurring in this particular location? Now, what I wondered was, had this energy being simply been looking to hitch a ride? Or did it have other intentions, such as maybe checking out my friend or myself as a possible new host? And why was it located in a totally desolate place? And simply, it was just on the side of a bush road. It was not a house in sight, like I mentioned earlier. Was it there because of an accident or a trauma that had occurred there in the past? Now, I guess we'll never know. But the strength of its energy told me that it was a really high-level demonic energy being who was simply hitching a ride with us that day. It was, it was it's something I'll never forget. It was so strong, like the energy was so strong that I nearly pulled the car over, but I didn't want to upset my friend. I didn't want to frighten her in any way. But she's come round to understanding the paranormal now. And we both just observe these occurrences as they occur. Now, this next experience used to happen to me a lot. Back in the old days, when I was learning about how these paranormal beings communicate with us, how they influence us, how they get into our space. And have you ever been driving along and heard these internal voices and wondered if your mind was playing tricks on you or whether you had a mental health issue or whether it was something else talking to you? Now, I've had these experiences with energy beings who sometimes connect to us using words. They use a form of telepathy to project messages which can be delivered as a whisper or just a normal level voice or they can actually shout at you sometimes. Now, you always know when it's dark energy beings talking to you because the messages are often repeated and usually with harmful content and intention and manipulation, which is their prime objective. Because what they're trying to do is their standard tactics of triggering us human beings to create emotional imprints that they can then feed off. Now, this following story is a prime example of these auditory energetic intruders. And I've spoken to many people who have experienced similar situations and were quite perplexed by what is causing this. Is it me? Or is it something else? Now, I've called this experience Dark Whispers with Darker Intentions. So on many occasions, I've been driving along, you know, just minding my own business, listening to the radio, thinking about what's going on in my day. When there's a cyclist who was approaching me on the other side of the road. Now, I'd quite suddenly hear a very raspy voice in my head saying, run him over. And each time I'd hear these words, I was like instantly shocked. It happened many, many times in my early experiences with these dark beings. They don't do it anymore because they know it doesn't influence me. I'm not going to create any emotional imprints. I'm simply calmly and respectfully going to say, no, go away. I'm not listening to what you are suggesting. And then I just simply chose to ignore the voice and just drive safely on. And I was unaffected by this horrible suggestion. 
Now, I reckon if I think about it, I've probably had that experience maybe 10 or 15 times. And when I really think about it, we are humans, we have so much stuff going around in our heads, we kind of forget things sometimes. I think that that occurrence happened in pretty much the same stretch of road, similar to my previous story, which makes me wonder, did a cyclist actually have an accident there in the past? Now, there seems to be waves of these auditory dark energy experiences that come and go every six months or so. And I would find them sort of positioned in the same place beside roads. And if I stopped at that particular spot, they wouldn't speak to me. They just simply wouldn't communicate. It seems to be while you were driving. I don't have an explanation for why that occurs. So I simply gather that they prefer to connect to our energy as we are driving by. Now, most people are too scared to mention dark energies as a possible cause of these voices in their heads because they fear judgment or being carted off to the doctor for a mental health assessment. But these dark energy beings often use telepathy to implant suggestions into our minds. And if you know what they're up to, you can simply stop it before it goes any further. Now, the following information comes from episode 7, where I talked about brain fog and paranormal driving distractions, which is very relevant to what we're talking about today. So if you want to hear the full episode, track back to episode 7 and you can listen in to it there. The paranormal gossip vine, as I like to call it, must have been on high alert that day and let Every dark entity in the vicinity of Melanie's workplace know that I was going to be visiting that location. And they soon set about with their destructive distraction techniques. I loaded my car that day with what I needed to take to Melanie and I went to get in the driver's seat when I instantly forgot where I was going. And I'm standing there with my keys in my hand thinking... Where am I going? Am I going to the shop? What am I doing? And I'm like, no, I'm going to see Melanie. There's her things on the seat. And I'm not driving to a house. Where do I need to go? Ah, that's right. I'm going to Melanie's workplace. So I get down the road and I'm heading towards the roundabout. And I need to take the left exit to get on the highway to go to Melanie's workplace. As I approach the roundabout, in my mind I'm going, yep, take the left exit. As I get there, somehow I find myself going round the roundabout and heading home again. And I'm like, what is going on? This this is strange. This is really, really strange. I think this is pretty funny as well. I pull over and I'm just sitting there going, like, there's something else at play here. This is the game that these beings want to play again today. They're going to use, they're going to pull out every single tactic they've got to stop me getting to see Melanie. So I started the car and I kept repeating out loud the highway name that I needed to take and the turn off location I needed to use to get to Melanie's workplace. So I drove and drove and drove around in circles for at least 30 minutes. 
looking for their business logo on the signs that they have above the shops. Do you think I could find it? No. No, no, no. So I pulled over in one of the shop car parks and I looked at my iPad map again. There's the shop, pinging away with that little bright red dot that you see when you look at map apps. And I'm thinking, right, I need to go down this street and that street. And I drive to where I think the shop is. And it's not there. And at this time, my brain was spinning. I, I felt calm. It's really interesting because I felt calm, but my mind was foggy. My brain was confused. And I had no idea what was going on. Seriously, it was, it was the worst case of brain fog that I've ever had. I was determined <laughs> that I was not going to ring my friend Melanie. But in the end, I had to. And she said, bit lost, are ya? Chuckling to herself, I could hear her down the phone having a good old giggle. I said I'd been driving around for at least 30 minutes. And she was like, yeah, I thought you were a bit late. And I still can't find your shop. And now I'm getting really annoyed. Now, it takes a lot to make me annoyed. Seriously, because I work with paranormal all the time. They're always using sneaky tactics, always trying to upset me. And I said to Melanie, look, I said, look, I'm getting really, really annoyed. I can't focus. My thinking keeps coming and going in waves and my head feels really, really foggy. I didn't have a headache. It was just like my head was full of cotton wool. So she gave me the street name again and a three-step instruction to get through the shopping area, cross the highway and get to her location. So off I set again, doing my best to stay calm and not create anger or hostility, which would then attract the spookies, as I call them, that like to feed off those particular emotions. And you know what? I still couldn't follow Melanie's instructions. Anyway, you know what? I thought to myself, I'm just going to drive to the other side of this area and look at my iPad again. And this was the best decision I'd made that day. I simply just threw all caution to the wind. Lo and behold, there's the street right in front of me. And I'm thinking, how did I miss this turn off? Also too, accident sites that occur on roadways often cause large pools of energetic buildup. That can be physical crashes of vehicles. It can be personal trauma. It can be injury and possibly death at those locations. And these occurrences can all leave energetic imprints which can build up over time if there's multiple accidents at particular locations. And these energetic imprints, these pools of vibrating energy, attract the dark energy feeders who are drawn to those particular vibrations that the locations are pumping out. And here's another little short story for you. A friend of mine shared the following experience with me about his near accident at a location where there'd been many previous car crashes. Now he writes, One day after work, I was on my way to pick up my wife and there was a lot of traffic on the highway and it was getting dark and this patch of road was notorious for accidents at sunset. And he says, 
As I was driving along, I had this uncontrollable urge to drive faster and faster and faster. He observed it because he said, this is not my usual sort of grandpa style laid back type of driving. Now, as I slowed down, he writes, I got a grip on my mind and I calmed myself and I gained control of this strange thirst for speed. He said, I slowed down to honour my inner grandpa. I love that. That is so cool. I love that term. And you'll love this. As he slowed down, this random black car came out of nowhere. He said they had no lights on. And it passed so close to his car that the mirrors nearly collided. He writes, I pulled over. I was totally shocked. And I thought to myself, if I'd been speeding, I could have been killed. And ever since then, I keep my mind fully focused on the road. And I let my road savvy inner grandpa guide me. Now, I found this interesting article online, and I thought I would share the link with you today. It'll be in the description box. It's about a woman who blames getting distracted while driving by the ghost of her boyfriend who haunts her pickup. Check out the article and make your own mind up about this one. Is it real or is it an excuse for her distracted driving? So for many people and those who I talk about with these paranormal driving distractors, the notions of paranormal beings employing telepathy to implant harmful messages and actions into their minds while driving kind of introduces a chilling dimension to the already perilous act of driving on the road. We all know that roads are dangerous, people are dangerous, people get distracted. And when these entities sometimes seize the moment when mentally vulnerable individuals are behind the wheel and they're preoccupied with navigating traffic, worrying about current life situations or issues and are not fully focused on the road, these beings use their telepathic abilities to manipulate drivers. I have experienced it. Other people have shared stories with me about it. And they know how to distract you. If you've listened to my podcast, you'll start to understand some of their tactics and some of your triggers so that you can be aware when you're driving, when you're in other situations, and about how these beings can sometimes plant distressing thoughts or they can trigger your memories, especially when you're driving, to create unsafe driving situations. But these paranormal instigators can be part of the problem. Like I've said earlier, there can be other factors such as extreme weather conditions, driving while intoxicated, or under the influence of recreational drugs. So this raises the question about the true source of many accidents on the highway. Is it human? Is it paranormal? Is it a combination? Is it the fact that the roads are really dodgy and they need to fix the potholes? That can be another side of it. There's always multiple factors. And one last thing, using the excuse that the devil made me do it won't hold up in court for your 50-plus speeding tickets. So when you're driving, please be responsible, be alert. 
Use safe driving practices all the time. And if you can't drive, get somebody else to drive for you. And watch out for all sorts of mental distractions and external influences that could compromise your safety while driving a vehicle. So in episode 47, this episode comes with an explicit label and a great big trigger warning because we're exploring satanic contracts, substance abuse, self-harming, more on tattoos with dark intentions. Now, all this information is coming from the mouth of a young man at 19 and how he survived dark entities and their continuous attempts to establish more and more control over his behaviours until one day when it all changed for the better. Oh, and don't forget, if you like the content of this podcast and you don't want to miss any future episodes, please subscribe. And you can share with your friends so we can get the message out there. We can spread the message about these paranormal pranksters and what they get up to. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget, if you want to share a paranormal experience just with myself, or you would like me to share one of your experiences through my podcast, you can do a voice recording or you can write out your experience and I will read it exactly as you have written. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, Spiritual Being. You will find the address in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>